While your day is winding down, they're just getting started. This is South Coast Tonight with Chris McCarthy and Marcus Farrow. They've got you covered on all the news of the day, from local issues to politics on both sides of the aisle. This is the place where the movers and shakers come to be heard, to listen, and where they're held accountable. This is South Coast Tonight on WBSM. feeding the lions um back to the political combat that's been going on here <sighs> yeah. um it's um we promised the people a show and we're going to give them a show yeah i know exactly and um and you can join the show at 508-996-0500 so for those of you who, who weren't around today maybe you're working um wbsm broke a story um, very interesting story. It's all up at WBSM.com. I can't explain it to you. I don't think I can do justice to it. You need to read it. Um, but basically, there's been a labor dispute going on in the town of Attleboro where Mayor Paul Haru is, is, well, he's the mayor. And he's, of course, running for sheriff. So a story broke today that the labor board has sided against him in a dispute over some comments that he made on Facebook. All right. Now, to me, it's a big mistake on his part. Um, it's an embarrassing mistake. The timing of it is really unfortunate for him. But I do think it's something that people should know because it did happen, and it happened from a position of responsibility, and it's fairly recent um, while he was mayor. Um, Marcus, t t take it from here, Marcus. Sure. Um, so... So basically, you know what's funny is you asked a question about labor relations in the debate last week. Right. And Hero had said, I've never lost an unfair labor practice. Right. Which was true at the time. At the time. <laughs> it was a very well-timed uh, right. question for right. him because that was true at the time. He lost this unfair labor practice. Um, I read uh, the 40-page decision on it. There were some other issues in there that he was found to be not at fault for. There was a reprimand from the fire chief for that same guy, basically, because that guy violated some COVID protocols. This, that, and the other thing. But they found Haru's comments to be in violation of uh, section two of the, you know, of the, of the state laws protecting people from coercive comments right. that would have a quote, like chilling effect on some certain protected actions. And what they said was this, this uh, union guy, Paul, uh, Paul Jakes, the union president uh, was participating in some protected actions. Uh, he, he, there were certain comments on it, which, like Haro had condemned him, said basically he was lying about uh, his position on certain things. They said that was okay. What wasn't okay is apparently this man's wife, Mr. Jakes's wife, uh, Amanda Blaze, she commented something on uh, Haro's 
page, Heroad made a post, and she commented something uh, on his page. Now, we can't see that comment because he immediately deleted it. I've only seen in the footnotes of that decision that he said it was something that, to him, he felt was abhorrent. Mayor Hero said it. He felt it was abhorrent. It was something like, you don't care about firefighters and their kids or something. It was something that really bothered him. So he messaged this woman and said, this is my position on whatever. And she apparently said, oh, that's fine. But then, you know, I think something scratched the part of his brain where he's like, who is this person commenting this stuff? And he right. said it was because this woman had the same last name as a member of the city council. So he'd wonder if there was a relation. So he finds, you know, if they're uh, clicking on her Facebook or the link to her Facebook, it's, you know, that's that's this man's wife. And he said, you know, listen, apparently his position is the comments that he made were, Basically, I'm not against firefighters or I'm not sticking it to firefighters. Uh, if I was, I could have fired, um, you know, these two firefighters for an OUI and I could have fired your husband right. for a domestic, uh, a domestic violence charge you got in 2018. But I didn't do that. Right. And then he said uh, the, the, the last comment I would say is not good. The uh, like really not good. The whole thing's not good. But the last comment in particular, I don't think is very good. It's um, like. Before you attack me, know the facts, something like that. I'll, I'll get the exact, we'll get the exact words yeah. on that. But, um, but basically she says, you know, she, she says it's none of your business, uh, what my husband did, or, uh, she said, basically said, it's none of your business. What my husband did stop talking to me. Um, and, um, yeah, please. Yeah. So she writes this lengthy paragraph. She writes this lengthy paragraph basically and ends it with, don't contact me again. Right. And then he said, I'm the mayor of the city. It was an uh, employee. Cause she says it's none of your business. Right. What he was involved in. He said, I'm the right. mayor. And his last comment before that was, I was, I'm the mayor of the city. It's, I was an employee under me. It was absolutely my business. And then she said, I asked you not to contact or I asked you not to say anything. Right. It was one of those things where I think he just had to get the last word in. Right. And then she messaged him back, said, don't contact me. And he right. didn't do it again. Right. So, um, it's, all right, so yeah, it's a badly timed. The decision's badly timed. For the, him. the the comments that he's messaging people on Facebook, and Barry said this earlier. Uh, we've said this. We were talking off air. Uh, as people who are very much in the public sphere in the public eye, right. you're going to get people that are going to say awful things about you. And Listen, you, when I was sick, Marcus. You know this. I had people messaging me saying, "I wish you'd die." I, 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 I showed them to a few people. <laughs> yeah, I and were, don't think I forgot who they were. You are. And there were morons because <laughs> I didn't die. Yeah, and there were yeah, and there were and there were morons. There were morons commenting on some of your stuff that I wanted to message too. Right, right. right? People that I knew personally right. that like actually some of them actually have kids, and I'm like, right. oh my god, should, right. I want to report you to DCF. But, right, right. But um, but, but you didn't. But I didn't because you don't because you're a public figure. We're public figures, and even though you say people say awful stuff, you've right. got to take it. Strike now. I think Haro's learned that lesson. Do I? But ultimately, do I don't think this is a persuadable issue for a voter in this election. So I would say that it is. Um, I was pretty shocked when I first read it because a couple things for me. I look back on my time as a selectman, and I was telling you off the air, Marcus, that that's when message boards first got going. There was no Facebook back then. But that's when message boards got going. Right. And people used to say horrible things. And someone used to tell me, and I used to say, I think you might be doing me a favor, but you're not. You don't, you don't have to tell me. I don't read the stuff. I could care less. I'm the one in elected office. I'm going to make the decisions. I'll, every, on a Monday night, if they don't like it, they can come to the 
board of selectmen meeting and tell me, right? Mm-hmm. I really don't need to read message boards on my time off. Um, so I never really got in that habit. But you do see that stuff out there. But you've got to, as an elected official, compartmentalize stuff. You've got to not pay attention to that stuff. Um, and I think one thing we all learn as men, or most of us anyway, and I, I don't mean to be sexist about this, but you don't contact other people's wives. And I don't mean for, you know, for romantic reasons, okay, obviously, but, but I don't think you really engage other people's wives without realizing that's going to be a problem. I, I, yeah, I don't necessarily think... Like in those terms, like if it were, let's say the president of the fires union was a woman and it was her husband and he said, and she had a domestics case or she had something against her. And he said, uh, he said to, to the husband, oh, I could have fired your wife for domestic violence. I, I think it's the same. I think it's the same implication. I, I don't necessarily think it's like, uh, you know, well, more I, I, offensive because she's a woman because she's out there. She's, by the way, out there, you know, feeling fully, fully, uh, Fully uh, willing to go out there and put her opinion out there, so Marcus, right? So, Marcus, you've fully, been around, right? you know, like, So, you've been around before. You ever have a girl say something to you in a bar that was totally out of line and then her boyfriend, you know, she's trying to get her boyfriend into a jam, you know? In other words, oh. sometimes girls, women say things that they really shouldn't say, and as men, we, we really have to avoid it. I just think yeah. that... You can't get sucking into these things. I just think it's a bad look for him. And I, maybe, maybe I'm sexist. I don't know. But I never, ever talk to people's wives. I don't avoid, I don't message anyway. But, I mean, I think that particularly, and Barry Rich, I think, put a really fine point in it, using himself as an example. I think it's a kind of a good yeah. example you just used. His wife works for the city, yeah. right? He said he wouldn't, he couldn't even imagine the mayor texting him, about something about his, you can Barry Ham is the mayor all the time. Well, well, about saying I could, you know, your right. wife works. Maybe if, but maybe if his wife was commenting, uh, and, and here's the thing, he didn't know at the at, at, at the outset that it was that it was uh, the firefighter's um, wife or anything like that. He just thought it was a constituent who was upset, and I think he was trying to persuade him to her position. Then he found that she was, and said, "Hey, listen, I, I did he persuade her." No, he didn't. So it wasn't worth it. Right. I agree. And I think he, he even said the comments weren't worth it. But again, do I think it's an issue in this race? I, I just don't. 508-996-0500. Good evening. Good evening, gentlemen. Hey, Hi. what's going on? How's it going? Hi. How you hey, doing, by the way, you said something today I couldn't agree with more. When you said that once people start learning about all the <laughs> all the biological problems, diseases that are out there, they stop wanting to sleep around. <laughs> I laughed out loud when you said that <laughs> because you couldn't be more correct. <laughs> well, it is true. I took microbiology, and when you start learning about that, you realize there's a lot of germs out there. I had a girlfriend that became a nurse while we were going out, and I can tell you you're 100% right. <laughs> huh. And how are you doing, Chris? I'm doing a lot better. Thank you. Thanks so much for asking. Your prayers work. Good. Oh, good. I'm glad. Anyway, I I want to just make one comment. This the, the this this subject today was really turning me off, and I would never change the radio, but I had to um, when Barry had, had um, Machado on. But anyways, it I uh, it's not it's swaying me. I still voted for him, and I think this is so political. Yeah, people, I, I agree I with that. I think people could see right through it, you know what I mean? But the, it, it's whatever you want. I already voted for him, so 
And yeah. I, it wouldn't change my mind anyways. That's my opinion, yeah. and I'm sticking to it. Well, I mean, I think it. you're entitled to that opinion. Look, I think there's a lot Thanks for the call. on both sides with both candidates well, well, yeah. to, to take into account. Yeah. I mean, because, I, I think that the one thing about this is, and look, you have to assume it is political. Of course uh, it is. I mean, you can't. I don't believe in coincidences. I just don't. Um, yeah. It's not that Tom did it because he's not on a labor relations board. But at the end of the day, this wouldn't have happened if he hadn't lost his temper and started messaging this woman. Um, and so yeah. I do think I mean, that, I, that it shows he's got to somehow demonstrate between, I don't know how he does it, which is why it's such an October surprise, how that's not who he really is, it, that that's just a, an occasional aberration. Yeah. I mean, maybe he could point to, like, um, unfair labor practices that Hodgson was found to be engaging in, but they were a long time ago, like, violating the same exact section of the same exact law, making coercive comments that were a chilling effect, like, when he said at a, a, at a roll call in the morning that he could fire people for having low morale, and he suspended people for having uh, conversations about union stuff while on the job. I think that could be something he could point to to say, hey, listen, we all make mistakes when we're in, in, in positions of power. Those mistakes are uh, often public, but it's not a broader um, but it's not a broader indictment of my of my capabilities. But and you can say then say, see what a good job Tom's done anyway. Hmm. Tom made that mistake, but he's done a good job anyway. Yeah, well, I mean, you said <laughs> my point yourself. Is, no, no, what I'm saying is that. I think he has to point to something else in his life that that he's done well that that yeah. cancels this out. Because right? you you said yourself, um, you said yourself, because I, and I said this to Barry earlier, because Barry had Barry did I think a, a good job of letting all the voices on this. I thought the woman was fantastic. She did a good job for someone who's not in the political game. Yeah, I thought she did a good job. So um, so uh, you said yourself when we had the sheriff on a few months ago, uh, basically that. He had never ran with um, Makufu's endorsement, which right. is the correctional union. Correct. He's run for f uh, four different elections and never had their endorsement. He finally has it now, but right. it took him 20 years to get it. Right. So when you're looking at a position, the, the position of an elected executive, uh, uh, executive elected official and the unions that they oversee are often very, very politically fraught. I remember... Our friend here, uh, Hank, when he called into the mayor, when the mayor was on Barry's and, and they got into it like very publicly. And yes. I think there's a lot to be, you know, I, I'm not saying that was wrong. Right. I, I think that was, I enjoyed it. <laughs> right, of course. <laughs> I enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, I think that these these relationships are often very frayed and difficult. And, you know, we know about stuff with Mayor Kalis and all that. It, it, we, it, very frayed and difficult. And so um, were the, what, he was, what he did wrong, yes. Again, it's, I don't think a broader indictment of his administration. Well, I do think that we we know there's contentious relationships between unions and management. I mean, that's just been going on forever. Um, but I think that what makes this strange oh. is the messaging. Um, and again, okay. when I was in public office, we didn't have Facebook. Um, I guess it should be a lesson to people, right? Facebook is it doesn't do you any good. Um, but the messaging of, of people, um, I I wonder. To me, anyway, it calls into question just his ability to handle these type of things. I mean, the inmates are going to goad you. I mean, you just have to know. I mean, look look at the stuff Tom Hodgen goes through. I know these people are all supporting Haro now, but after the election, they may not be. 
What happens when they start showing up at your house like to do to Tom Hodgson? I mean, this is a very high-stress job, a lot higher stress than the mayor. And I guess when I look at mayors, well, the, I'm so used to John Mitchell and Scott Lang and the late Fred Kalis. I just can't see any of them messaging the spouse of someone um, after hours about posts on Facebook. I mean, it just seems to me to be pretty undignified behavior, maybe isolated, but undignified. Yeah, I think, I, I think isolated. You know, that that woman did say, like, Oh, he's going on now that he's running for sheriff. He's going on an apology tour in Attleboro. I'm like, he got elected, reelected with 67% of the vote and 66% of the vote the last time. Got elected with 54% of the vote. He doesn't have to apologize more broadly to the people of Attleboro. I think he's been a very popular uh, incumbent. In fact, I've been reading stuff in the Sun Chronicle about, you know, people who want to run for mayor now that he's said he's not going to run again. And they've all basically acknowledged that he's an, a popular incumbent. So, I, I, again, I, I don't. I just don't see it as an indictment on this. On so his we're not done covering Attleboro politics. <sighs> we're not. <laughs> well, we, I thought we were going to be done. With that. Uh, no, it we're, seems we're, so far away. We might. We, it depends on how this goes. I, I have did, to buy another subscription to a paper. I mean, so um, this is interesting. Uh, so um, Paul Haro has COVID. Did he announce that officially? It's on the. It's on the Sun Chronicle. Uh, and I got it. I got it. It's got an inbox to me that Paul Haro actually has COVID. So I, I wish the man all the re- uh, recovery. He seems pretty healthy. Um, yeah. The I know he's been out most of the week. We uh-huh. knew that. Um, he wasn't at an event you were covering, Marcus. Um, he, he was, was supposed s- to be, too. Supposed to be, yeah. yeah. And then I know from someone else over there in Attleboro that, that's, you know, helped me get a lay of the land that he um, deputized. And this is pretty standard. If you're the mayor and you're not going to be there for a signing of a bill or mm-hmm. a, a ceremony, anything like that, you can turn to a city council. We happen to New Bedford all the time. Uh, so he did that because he's been out sick um, and he didn't, you know, didn't feel good. So I wonder, Marcus, does this put the debate on Channel 12 in question, which is tomorrow or Friday, right? Would have to, right? This news just broke on the Sun Chronicle an hour When's ago. When's the debate? Friday? Oh, wait, what's today? Today's Wednesday. <sighs> That's why I'm here. <laughs> All the days blend together. I know. I believe me. It's oh man. So tomorrow's Thursday. <laughs> tomorrow's I believe Thursday. they're debating Friday. They're supposed to debate Friday. I guess there's a chance that he could test negative in that time. Yes. Um, I would. I mean, I don't. I don't know what they do, but I mean, I I would be very if he sympathetic was out sick to on, a guy. If he was out sick on Tuesday, he might have been. I mean, he might have been sick on my... Uh, I know it's Sunday. He was at a rally with Ed Markey in Taunton. This past Sunday? Yeah. Okay. Um, so Monday or Tuesday is when he would have gotten sick. So it might it might impact the it debate. Might have been at the, when he got picked up at the rally, for, for all we know. I would be very sympathetic to someone if they had to debate. Um, I don't know what else they'd do. And I guess they could push it off another week. Um, they got another week. With COVID. Um, I, I think that would be very... Um, um, he, he did um, tough to do, depending on how sick he is. He did okay. So okay, I'm getting actually. T- this is from him directly. Okay, okay. Um, so this is. Ba- I'm just going to read this verbatim. Yeah, go ahead, yeah. This text message. I just finished my one hour and ten minute chat with Jack Spillane. I have another event tomorrow night that's going to be with NAACP, and it's been moved to Zoom. Then Friday morning, I have my debate with Hodgson, which has also been moved to Zoom. That's the one with WPR with Ted Nisi and, and okay. Tim White. Uh, and, uh, he's basically saying, um, 
he's going to can't, you know, just because he has COVID doesn't mean he's going to stop campaigning, which you, you got to. I think you're supposed to, you right? You have to, right? Yeah, you have to. <laughs> I think you can't. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd appreciate it if he wouldn't come to the studio. Right? <laughs> um, that's kind that's of a, interesting. They moved to Zoom. Did did Tom agree to that? I, I guess. I, well, we, we're guessing, but that's a very interesting development. He just told me that. Can I you mean, just change the rules? I mean, you can ask... You could ask Ted to change the rules, and then Ted could ask Tom. I guess. I mean, I don't know what else, I don't know what else to say about it. I mean, he's got a, he's got the forum with Jack Splain that he just did. Right. It might just be one of those positive tests, but he's feeling pretty good at now, or I, right. I don't know. You right. know. Um, um, but that's a uh, kind big of development. An, yeah, it's kind of an October surprise. I right. would call that, especially right. if he's planning on doing more canvassing over the weekend i would say that would inhibit his ability to do so i would like to hope so yeah we, we really you know all, all due respect plus to, he's in a hazmat suit right right, <laughs> right like dwight k Schrute. again you wouldn't get this reference but like dwight Schrute wearing <laughs> right. a hazmat suit let's uh let's actually take a break yeah, now let's yeah. go i gotta So, Marcus, it wouldn't be, um, wouldn't be, a, it wouldn't be another Friday night or Thursday or Wednesday night, whatever the hell night it is, if we didn't have another development in the sheriff's race. Yeah. Right. Um, everything's in flux right now. All right. We, we um, I'm not voting for him, but I do wish Paul Haruth the best of luck. We all know I went through hell with, with COVID. Um, he seems like a pretty strong guy. Um, I hope he's getting the proper, uh, you know. Uh, treatment. They know a lot more now than they did when I got it. Um, but that um, that's that's no small thing. Um, yeah, it, and it's very complicated. Um, you know, he's he's put his whole career on the line here yeah. for this election. Um, and um, he, he look look. I'm not with him, but he's worked hard. Um, you can't take that away from him. And um, now coming down to the wire. Yeah, um, it's 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 very it's very badly timed. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, it's 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 not good. Um, so so um, we reached out to Ted. It has been moved to Zoom. Uh, at the WPRI debate, right? But which they're not. They're, I can't see. We're gonna get confirmation. Yeah, from, from Tom. I don't see where this confirmation from Tom. And again, everything's fluid right now, and it certainly. I think they'll have it ironed out by tomorrow, Marcus. I would hope. Mm. Um, but everything's fluid right now, uh, yeah. like like uh, the the liquid in um, Paul Haru's lungs. Um, <laughs> right. Right? Yeah, yeah. The um, the. Um, it might be one of those things where he's just testing positive now, and because right. if he's doing a if he's doing a, a you know a chat with Jack Spillane and all that, and he's doing the Z, uh, NAACP forum and the. WPRI debate. It might just be one of those things where he's testing positive. That's still, you know, that's still, still not good for for the uh, again. And you got a week left now, thirteen days, and you can't um, be going into because because again, it's just Marcus and I. Not that we're not special, but when we have debates, it's just the two of us here in the studio with the candidates. When you go to a television station, there's a lot of people there. Mm -hmm. All right, so um, I would imagine WPRI has a policy if you test positive. They can't have you in the studio. Yeah. Right. Um, and I would think that um, obviously Paul Haro doesn't want to go around spreading COVID. You know, I mean, yeah, right. I don't, you would, no one would do that. But um, at the last minute, when you go to change the debate rules, you don't just get to change them. 
the other right. candidates have a say. They have to agree to it, yeah. You know, and Tom Hodgson has a right to say, wait a second, I didn't agree to this. Um, and yeah. we know there's been other shenanigans and back and forth with debates, yeah. questions about, I think in the case of Channel 10, it was on Channel 10. I think so. Um, but nonetheless, there's been a contentious campaign. Uh, there's been people maneuvering various ways to try to get one-upsmanship on the debates. And so here we are. Um, I, I don't know what I would do if I was Tom Hodgson. Um, I wouldn't want to be in the room with, it, with, it with, with the mayor. but on where... Maybe he thinks he is with his campaign, right? Yeah, i I think he wants to debate him. I think he, well, I think he wants to debate him, but but it's not as dramatic <laughs> doing Zoom as face to face. Oh, I mean face to face. Top of like if we had a, them here on the phone instead of in studio. But Mark, but you could. The, what a great example! <laughs> that's that's actually it. That's yeah, that's yeah, almost yeah, literally yeah. what it is. Yeah, right. right? Um. If they had said that, we would have said no. Yes. Right? Yeah. We would have said, no, nah, thanks. We'll, we'll, we'll do something else. We can make our own jokes. That's not, uh, <laughs> yeah, right? Right. That's not necessary. The, um, and I would imagine Tom is, after our debate, he's got his responses. He wanted to get on the record. Mm -hmm. Probably wanted to see, have the cameras see Haru. And um, you're not going to get that same kind of pop that you, right. you know, when we're doing it in our living room. Right. Right. Um, when you're right there and you're saying, whatever, I don't know what the theatrics are, but we've all seen it where people go, well, go ahead and look me in the eye, right? When yeah, you yeah, say yeah, that yeah, or whatever, right. right? Yeah. Um, well, even here, I got the, the picture on, on W on WBSM, the column I wrote in the debate. Hodgson's pointing right at him, mm -hmm. right? And he was doing that the whole time. Right, right. He's doing that the whole time, right. you know? So, I mean, we would have all liked to see that on television. Yes, I know that Marcus and I will both. So now only look, we get we get we get to see it. We're the only you ones. Don't. We, you didn't get to see <laughs> it. We can describe it to you. Yeah, we can have Scott Lang if we drew it. We'll, we'll we can have, have Scott. Him, we'll have him <laughs> Scott, describe it. Right, but yeah. the um, this is a big deal. It is. You know, for the last minute to have the whole. Um, first of all, I feel from a media perspective, I feel really bad for Ted and Tim. Yeah, and and their whole staff over there because. They were looking for this. This was going to be the rest of a big chunk of their Massachusetts coverage. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah. I mean, you figure you break this out. You know, they're going to do the hour long debate. Nothing, nothing, break... nothing else covering Massachusetts. No, there really isn't. Right. They were going to break it down. Yeah. You know, and um, so it, that's a uh, that's too bad. Now, again, if it goes forward on Zoom, um, I it just I don't know. I think I think on Zoom, it's just it's certainly not the same. No, it's not the same product. Um, no, of course not. Just and you can, I mean, I'm not even, not even to mention all the technical problems that can pop up on Zoom. It's a horror show. Yeah. Just as you get the guy, I mean, it's not good for either candidate. If only there was some uh, virtual reality type of thing they could do. Maybe they can. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's Zoom, isn't it? <laughs> no, but like some VR stuff, maybe. I don't know. Like, uh, maybe they can <laughs> animate it. Like, it'll take, it'll take a little bit longer to come out. But maybe <laughs> we don't have that much longer. Maybe, maybe do some have uh, some stand-ins with puppets the, with the, the puppets. puppets, puppets. Yeah, yeah. Maybe get puppets. those Jimmy Kimmel puppets. Yeah, yeah. From Crank Yankers. Yes, yeah. The ones from Crank Yankers. Crank Yankers. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
you can have the Hodgson one because he's very with his arms and he, he's very animated when he talks. He just kind of like flail his arms around and right. all of that. You could have her, the Haru one kind of just like standing there, like you know, turn like you know, Thor zoomed out. Yeah, 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 just like very like you know, just turning slightly to to Tom to make his point. You know, not getting very yeah. And then the Tom one's just very animated all over the place. You know, I don't dance to your music, Mister Haru. You know, you're a bad researcher. We need the puppets. We yeah. need the. You're a bad researcher. <laughs> a bad one of the greatest insults of all time. One of the most specific insults you, I've ever heard. You're a terrible researcher. <laughs> yeah. Actually, the, the what it was was because you're not a great researcher. It was so good. <laughs> it was. It was because it, it was so specific. It was. It really was. Um. So, so we have. Um, so like, it'll be done with puppets. Right? So Marcus, no. again, one of the pro- uh, I, I, folks. By the way, early voting. You can still early vote tomorrow. You've yeah. got a whole nother week of early voting. Mm-hmm. I, w- I was telling Marcus off the air, I was looking at the statistics. What's really interesting is the suburbs south of Boston, Plymouth County, Yeah, they early vote like crazy, 30%. Although, Mattapoise it, high early voting, 30%. Yeah. But if you look at Fall River, New Bedford, 6 7%. Yeah. So if you're in New Bedford, statistically speaking, I know our caller just said she voted, and I believe her, but most people have not voted yet, mm. okay? Most people, it looks like, in the New Bedford, Fall River area. Now, Fairhaven goes about 20%. Yeah. But that's still not most people. It means 80% vote on election day. Right. So most people have not voted. Yeah. So oh, most people have not voted. There is there is still time to think it through and decide what, you, and what you're going to do. And we're doing the uh, Plymouth County District Attorney's debate on Monday. So, Marcus, I, we heard them a debate on another radio station. Yeah. I think we can do better. Oh, I said that yesterday. We're going to do better. You said yeah, to the yeah, 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 yeah. 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 We're going to do better. Um, I thought the candidates. I told one of the campaign managers we're going to do better too. They good, good, <laughs> good. I think the candidates um, were not given the opportunity to fly. I, I don't think so either. I think you've got to set it up better so that they can have the real conversations that right. they want to have. And I don't think it was set up that way. You know, they're both like dogs on a leash. Exactly. We got to cut the leash. Exactly. Right. We don't want to ask them about forensic genealogy. No. Or if know, I uttered that word, I want you to hit me. The the yeah the the transgressions of our institutionalized you know endeavors you know whatever we're they not going to ask about a question about a specific case yeah. so you can just go I can't talk about the case <laughs> yeah, right, right yeah, while yeah, the yeah. defendants in the room An open I mean, not, case right right we're not going to ask about stuff like that because you and the audience don't know anything about it right why would and I you, and why should you right right, yeah. right why would you know so um, we're we're going to ask them. About, like, what they think about criminal justice. Not about forensic genealogy. Do you think these people should um, be prosecuted to the full extent of the law? Do you think these people should be given some sort of leniency? In what situations? You know, that's the the conversation we're going to have. And why does your opponent suck? (laughs) Yeah, right. Uh, Explain to me why you hate your opponent. Yeah. And why he would ruin the county or is ruining the county. Yeah. Whatever you want to say. Let's take a go. Let's take a break. All right. 1420 WBN. Getting some instrumental hip hop. When I'm out of. When I don't know what I'm gonna play. That's what you're gonna get. Instrumental That's like Kanye West, right? No, it's Jack Carlo. All right. Yeah. We banned Kanye West. He's white, West. though. Jack Carlo's white, but we did ban Carly, Kanye West. But um, white rappers are all right. White rappers are okay. The Beastie Boys. The Beastie Boys. I saw Eminem. the Beastie Boys. Yeah. Um, there was this funny uh, joke. It wasn't SNL or someone, some like uh, 
some white guy was talking about. He's like, oh, I'm not racist. I love rap. You know, Bubba Sparks is my favorite rapper. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know who that is. Oh, he's a... He's a white rapper? Yeah, but he was like a country rapper. Oh, yes, I think I do know who that is. Yeah. I didn't know his last name was Sparks, but I remember there was a guy named Bubba. The, um, yeah. I saw the Beastie Boys at UMass probably 1991. Cool. And I was right in the front row, and they, mm -hmm. you know, they, it, it gets pretty crazy. My friend Sam Kennedy and I, and um, there was this young girl, you know, about our age, so, but small, right yeah. up front with us, and we, and we could, we said to her, hey, you know, you might not want to be here. You might want to move, because this is going to get pretty yeah. rough, right? And she goes, she literally, because this is UMass Amherst, she goes, why? Because I'm a girl. I can do this. And we said, well, no, but just because, you know, we weigh like 200 pounds and you only weigh about 110. And, yeah. you know, it's just a matter of physics. But whatever, whatever. <laughs> yeah. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Yeah. I wasn't wrong. Yeah, of course right? not. Yeah, yeah. But she started screaming, right? When the crowd just started going crazy. I helped her up over the crowd to get her out it, of there, right? It gets, it gets dangerous out it there, man. It was. It I, was. I, I've, I've been in some of those crowds before. And you're a big dude. I mean, yeah, it, no. was, it was um, oh, one time wild. I mean, one time I was when we were at a we were at a barstool sports thing. Me and all my friends, and there was like it was like me and my buddy, a bunch of girls, a bunch of guys, and there were the crowd was shifting in a way that was like not good. So me, I I used all of my might. I I put everybody I could around my arms, and I just like kind of kept them. From, I like that. Yeah, I was just like, I got you. Don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. always feel safe when Marcus is around. <laughs> yeah. The um, no, that's good. The um, anyway, that that's my experience with rap. I don't have much experience with it, but. The um, anyway, the um, so Marcus, we've been saying this for months now. The sheriff's race has become not only is it major league in Bristol County, but it's become a lot of cause celeb for people outside of Bristol County. Mm. There's a lot of people who are trying to influence your vote, folks. If you're listening to us right now, there are people from all over the country, really, who are trying to get you to vote a certain way. I yeah. think it's fascinating. It is interesting. You know, when we said this at the outset of the election, uh, we've been saying this for months now that this is going to be a nationally looked at election. I compared it to Joe Arpaio uh, back in 2018, the, the sheriff of Maricopa County in Arizona. And uh, it's shaping up to be that way. Um, and it looks like there are people with an interest in, in, in I mean, the outside money is really coming in for Mayor Hero. Yeah. It, I, I wonder why Bloomberg, uh, the billionaire, former mayor of New York City, is so interested in who the Bristol County Sheriff is. I don't get it. I'll Someone, tell you why. Because, so, we're used to national campaigns. We're used to outside money here in Massachusetts. Yeah. Because our senators are usually f potential presidential candidates. Mm -hmm. And always a U.S. senator makes national policy. Yeah. Right? So, we understood why Liz Warren would have money here for her. Um, we don't even understand why in the Democrat primary, Mark, he had outsiders and sure. Kennedy had outsiders. Oh, yeah, right? definitely. Um, I mean, it makes sense. And to some degree, it makes sense, even on the governor's level, because governors often go on to become presidents and U.S. senators. Yeah. But it's, but a Bristol County Sheriff's race? Mm-hmm. Why in the world does... Seriously, the the billionaire former mayor of New York City care who the mayor who the sheriff yeah, is. Yeah, it's it's either him or someone with his with, with uh, his checkbook. Yeah, basically <laughs> right. someone with his checkbook because right. that that what is that uh that that uh, every town USA pack is worth about thirty nine million dollars. Right, and they said they were going to spend two hundred thousand dollars in share or three and maybe three hundred thousand dollars in sheriff's races across the country. Right, one of them being this race, and I don't know. Uh, you can do a lot with two hundred grand in Bristol County. 
You could. I mean, they're doing it. Right, you can. Working Families Party actually is campaigning uh, for, uh, is, is spending outside money for Hero uh, as well. I mean, I do kind of see it. He, uh, I do, I do see it like from that perspective of him being, uh, you know, like a Trump, you know, I don't want to say acolyte, but a Trump guy. You know, he's a Trump guy. And maybe they're trying to get as many of those people out of office as they can. He certainly made national headlines on issues like immigration, which is a big issue for, a, you know, a big issue for Democrats. And maybe they, you know, like Joe Arpaio, they're trying to get those people out of office. So I, I wonder if it helps or hurts Mayor Haru. So first of all, folks, let, let me just. I think it can only help. Put him. this put this out there. He is not allowed to coordinate with these campaigns. Mm-hmm. So the fact that these ads are really disingenuous and misinforming is not his fault. And there's nothing you can do about it. All right. So they're talking about gun policy. The sheriff has nothing to do with gun so, policy. So here's the thing. The And maybe we can do a deeper dive into it because we've got to take a break in a minute. But the, the gun policy stuff are the ads for it's Paul Hero, his plan. Gun control or background checks, right? Paul Hero for sheriff, right? Right. You're right. Nothing to do with gun policy. The that's person all. who wrote that ad, it's, it's probably an ad that's running all over the country. Oh, it's definitely a template ad. With different names, yeah. It's 100% a template yeah. ad. So, um, so uh, but the other one against Hodgson, I think, are criticisms people make of him anyway uh, about, you know, the Trump ties and all of that stuff uh, under federal investigation. That's all legitimate, like, real criticisms of people locally but the other stuff is has nothing to do with the role of sheriff and, right. and is yeah is definitely a template ad. hey listen we've got to take this All break right, take so break. yeah if you want to hear everything i know that guy <laughs> wait for it So, uh, welcome back to South Coast tonight. We did get a message from Sheriff Hodgson. We'll talk more about that yes, in the next hour. Next hour. Breaking news. Yeah, we're 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 just sort of dealing with this as it comes. You, know, you can we, tell Marcus and I are really trying to work this story as best we can to give you guys the best details on. But it's, it's a very changing situation. Yes, it is, and and so it changes the dynamics of the debate on WPRI, which would have been an in studio televised debate. Maybe it still is. Maybe. I don't know. We don't, we don't, I don't know. know. I don't we know. We don't know. We'll so have information for We're going to have information for you on the other side of the 9 o'clock hour. So you can listen to the news. Um, you can listen to our intro. And then you can listen to us again. And then you can call us and then at 508 How do you feel about this? How do I feel about Not what? Not you, them. Oh, oh, okay. All right. It's not all about you, Mark. It's the callers. <laughs> it is kind of about Tell me. us how you feel about... This ever-shifting situation in the sheriff's race. I mean, we went through this back and forth on debates earlier, right? Marcus and I at one point thought, are we going to have our debate? But we did. Um, And it was a a very big success. It was. It was a huge success. Not to pat ourselves on the back, but no one else is going to, right? I I, I will. There's been... There's a lot of people still downloading that podcast. And it may end up being the only debate. Yeah. We don't know yet. We don't know. We'll tell you more after the next hour. Stay tuned.